Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Park Podcast, part of the Triple Play Fantasy Network. I am Zach at FF Triple Batman. I'm joined today by Joe Pepe at JPEP20. And we have a special guest who is not actually a guest. He's one of our <laughs> new hosts with us. We have Steve Lawson at FF by Committee. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I'm doing good, man. That intro is that's awesome. I loved that. That was fun to watch come in. Yeah, uh, I believe Steven Johnson made it for us. He, he's fantastic. Does a lot of great work. Um, but yeah, so you are now recently joined the Triple Play Fantasy team, and you have now joined the Tripwire crew. Um, so, one, how's it been so far being part of the crew? Uh, it's been awesome so far uh, being a part of this team, and uh, I made my first like short on YouTube uh, recently, and that was awful because I had to hear myself talk a lot and. I hate the sound of my voice, which really lends itself well to podcasts. You know, like I'm really, really <laughs> excited to start having that on the airwaves. If it makes you feel better, I, I do our editing for, for this and my other show. Um, and it is a struggle. I, I've kind of just tuned myself out at this point, uh, but I understand. Yeah. So where else uh, can everyone find your, your work? Who else do you work for? Uh, yeah, you can find me um, over at Club Fantasy uh, and over at the IDP guys. Um I do some writing for both of them and uh, usually um, focus on, you know, redraft stuff and players over there. And then I do visual media here. So a lot of fun stuff. Awesome. We're happy to have you on the, on the crew. Um, and it's funny because I just realized now as I'm talking about this, all three of us also uh, work for Club Fantasy. Uh, so we got, yeah. got a little bit of a, a little hybrid show here going, going back. Yeah. And <laughs> we are part of the, the Triple Play Fantasy tonight, but you can catch all of our stuff at multiple locations. So. We have been going division by division, uh, talking about buy sells. We skipped last week of the division story. We did a Scott Fishbowl uh, preview tips and strategy uh, show with Alex. Uh, so far, it's been going, I think, pretty well. We got some good good feedback on that. You guys are going to be hearing this on Thursday. I guarantee your Scott Fishbowls are still going on uh, because okay. those things crawl, which is a lot of fun. We're in July, so have fun with it. But if you still are not sure what you should be doing in Scott Fishbowl, go ahead and check out that video either on YouTube or on our podcast link uh, where you're watching this or listening to this right now. But we're going to kick it off with the AFC South. So, man, what a fun division for Dynasty right now. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me, there's, some, there's some guys we're going to talk about that are – they're heavy hitters, and then there's a lot of not heavy hitters. But for our first buy, Steve, I wanted you to kick it off with Christian Kirk. He has a DLF ADP and Superflex of wide receiver 50, which is about pick 133, or in a 1QB league, wide receiver 46, pick 91. So why are you buying Christian Kirk? Um, I'm buying Christian Kirk for the very simple reason that the Jaguars bought Christian Kirk. The Jacksonville Jaguars broke the wide receiver market with Christian Kirk. All of a sudden, every wide receiver in the game, every free agent was signing $25, $30 million contracts a year because Christian Kirk got his bag at 18. I do not believe the Jacksonville Jaguars, unless it's so bad that the only way they could lure him there was to like pay him every dime they had. I don't believe they'd pay him that money and not use him. Trevor Lawrence needs somebody to throw to. Trevor Lawrence needs someone to make him look good. Christian Kirk is the best wide receiver on that team. That's where I'm going with that. I mean, my worry is that Doug Peterson doesn't do well with wide receivers, but I mean, there's not much else to go to in Jacksonville right now. It's a real 
dead zone for fantasy. Um, but yeah, I would say Christian Kirk is the guy that you want to own on the Jaguars. Yeah, I feel like you could say the Jag- uh, Christian Kirk bought the Jaguars after that contract. But yeah, that's yeah, definitely been, been fun in this offseason. So I wanted to kind of shift gears to some trades recently going on. We can find on Trade Finder at DLF. Um, so tell me what you guys think, if you would make this trade or not. Christian Kirk for the 2022 210 rookie pick. Sure. No. All right. Christian Kirk for a 2023 second round rookie pick. I'll keep the pick. Oh, wait, am I getting Kirk or am I giving the pick? You're getting this would be if you're you're trying to get Kirk on this one. Oh, I would get I would trade for Kirk on the first okay. and second one, yes. Cool. All right. Kirk for Chase Edmonds. We both know how I'm answering here, so it's Chase Edmonds. <laughs> I'll take Christian Kirk. Okay. This Blast one me. I think <laughs> is the most lopsided uh, but I'll let's see what you guys think. Christian Kirk for Devontae Smith. Oh, give me Smith. Dynasty Devonta Smith. It's it's yeah, that's not close. Yeah, so but that shows you that you can still get Christian Kirk pretty cheap if you're going for second round picks. Um, so go ahead and go buy some Christian Kirk. Now, Joe, yeah. your buy in the AFC South is Austin Hooper, who just moved into the AFC South. Used to be the NFC South way back in the day. His DLF ADP is Superflex tight end thirty two, which is pick two thirty. And one QB is tied in 33, so basically the same thing, at pick 231. So he's going way later in your dynasty leagues, but why are you buying him at that price? I mean, when we set up this draft sheet, the show sheet, I was thinking like, okay, we always, every show does Brandon Cooks, Derek Henry, like buy one, sell the other, vice versa. So I wanted to do something a little different. And then I'm looking down and I'm going through the teams and I see Austin Hooper and we have an older Derrick Henry coming off injury. We have an older Robert Woods coming off injury. We have a Traylon Burke, so I'm not going to get too deep into because I'm going to talk about him later, who's having some issues in camp with this asthma and all this other stuff. Like It's just unpleasant reports already from camp in an offense that's not really catered to the wide receivers anyway. And then you sit there and you look at the strength of schedule, and Austin Hooper has the second easiest strength of schedule this year alone. So if I'm getting somebody that late, for which I'm sure the trades are going to be real crappy pieces of picks and stuff like that, I'm going to go and take that shot at that strength of schedule. And I'm going to take a guy that a couple of years ago that the whole industry was like, yeah, we like Austin Hooper. Give me that guy. I think he's good. I'll take him because we're just a couple years removed from John U. Smith being decent there. And I don't like the other weapons around there. So for the cheap value that he'll cost to get him, I'll do it all day. No, that makes sense. And like I said, it is cheap, 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 whether it's a startup or if you are acquiring in a trade. So speaking of trades, here are some fun Austin Hooper trades recently on DLF DLF Trade Finder. Austin Hooper for a 2023 rookie third-round pick. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper for Brian Robinson. Austin Hooper. Brian Robinson. And then Austin Hooper and a 2022 rookie 106 for TJ Hawkinson and a 2022 rookie 202. So you're upgrading from a early second to a mid first and then swapping Hooper and Hawkinson. That one's a little tougher. I might go to Hawkinson side. I think I'm going Hawkinson. Yeah, same. All right. So then we're going to talk about some cells. And here's where we're talking about the heavy hitter 
that I was mentioning earlier. Steve, your mm-hmm. cell is Jonathan Taylor. So in DLF, his ADP for Superflex is RB1 at pick six because it's Superflex. And in 1QB, he is RB1 at pick one. So why are you selling the RB1 in fantasy football? So I'm selling the RB1 in fantasy football because I don't believe he's going to be the RB1 in fantasy football again this year. Um, It's kind of been reported a lot. Uh, Everyone kind of likes to throw this stat out there when they're knocking Jonathan Taylor that he was like the lowest scoring RB1 in the last like five years by over like two and a half points a game and all that stuff. And I think that's fine. Um, But more so, I think it's a product of I think that offense is going to regress under Matt Ryan and not progress under Matt Ryan. I think that's actually a QB downgrade for Jonathan Taylor. I think Naeem Hines is going to be a bigger part of that offense. I think the offensive line is going to continue to be strong, but it's really going to, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to continue to be this one dimensional kind of guy where we're seeing more backs get involved in the passing game and where PPR is so important and most leagues are now at least a half point PPR, not catching that many passes is going to hurt Jonathan Taylor. Now I'm not telling you he's going to fall out of the top 10 or anything because he's their goal line back. They'll probably score enough that he'll, he'll hold on to that. And he's one of the best running backs in the league, but the way that offense is structured, it's not structured to give Jonathan Taylor RB like the RB one numbers. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take him there as the first overall pick. Give me someone else. So you're basically saying he is at his peak value right now. So you might as well sell high. He's as and... high as he'll ever be, right? I mean, yep. you can't get higher. He is the RB one. Sell him off. <clears throat> get what you can for him because you're going to get a haul, and you'd Perfect. be better so, off for it. So speaking of those hauls, here are some trades, and I think some of these are are ob- well. I wouldn't say obvious. I think these are some <clears throat> fair trades, and then some of these maybe not so much. So. Let me know what you guys think. So Jonathan Taylor for Justin Jefferson, straight up. Give me JJ. All right. Jonathan Taylor for two 2023 first round picks. Plus we're throwing David and Joku in there for fun. Give me that. Give me the picks in the tight end. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? I, it depends on the picks, man. I don't know. That's, that's tough. Um, Let's say you don't know, but you know, there are two. 2023 first round pick. If I can end up with a quarterback, a wide receiver, and then a tight end who just got a really big contract from his team, I'll take that. I'll take Jonathan Taylor. Okay. This is another straight-up trade. Jonathan Taylor for Kyler Murray, and we're going to assume it's super flex. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just – I don't like to keep running back, so yeah. All right, and then Jonathan Taylor for Ken Walker and a 2023 first round pick. Jonathan Taylor. Give me Jonathan Taylor, but if it was Kenneth Walker, the other way. <laughs> Kenneth Walker the third. He, he sweetens the deal. So yeah, but Kenneth Walker, that... Kenneth Walker is a stud. Ken Walker sounds like a bench warmer. <laughs> Ken Walker is my weatherman on Channel Six News. <laughs> That's fair. So it sounds like if you want to sell Taylor, you need to sell him high. You're advising people to sell him high. Um, but hey, float out some offers or take in some offers, but don't don't sell him for undervalue. Make sure you're getting. Yes. As much as you can. Yeah, I mean, get that, get those good pieces. I mean, a RB two, a wide receiver two, and you know, a pick is better than one running back one. Fair enough. If you get the correct haul, you sell him. Otherwise, you got to keep him. But you got to make sure you get the correct value for that. 
Awesome. So now we're going from the RB1 to a w- rookie wide receiver, which we typically don't talk about in buy sell, um, at least for the sell part. So, Joe, why are you selling Traylon B- Burks, who is a ADP super flex of wide receiver 22, which is pick 77? One QB is a wide receiver 17, pick 37. I like the fact that every time we do something for the first time, it's me not like paying attention to the rules, by the way. But um, you didn't break the rules I, on this one. <laughs> I, I don't hate this one. I just wanted to to frame it. But so for me, Burks kind of lands with the same things around him, obviously, as Austin Hooper. He's got a run first offense. He's got some issues coming out of camp that we've already talked about. And there's some bad reports. He's winded. His conditioning's bad, all that. He has a really tough strength uh, schedule where he's the 25th overall hardest schedule. So I, I'm not a fan of his schedule either. I'm not a fan that Robert Woods doesn't come in this year and outperform him. Like I think that could happen. But my biggest fear with Traylon is that it goes from Ryan Tannehill to Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill to unknown. And that worries me for an offense that isn't trying to throw the ball a lot anyway. And I could possibly have a quarterback change. It's just there's always somebody in your league who is a Burks truther. Go find him. Go get that value. Try again next year. Use that value. Build your team. Because there's just too many questions around him. And for somebody you had a draft in, like, let's just say the first 10 picks, I don't like that. I don't like having that many questions with somebody on a run first offense. So I'm going to try to get out while I can before he gets on the field because if he fails – Tennessee next year could end up getting another wide receiver, making him the wide receiver too. And we can have like a whole nother Corey Davis situation again. Do we really want to do that twice? I don't. So I'll get out. So in this situation, you probably, I mean, you would have just drafted Traylon Burks unless you just traded for him and now you're trying to sell him already. So I assume you drafted maybe before the NFL draft, obviously maybe before minicamp. So you didn't know about his conditioning. You didn't know about these reports. So now those reports may damage his value a little bit. So here's some trades. So like you said, you probably took him, I would say probably a top five rookie pick uh, based on his ADP. So tell me if this, this is enough to trade him away. And I can already tell you the first one is going to be. Um, <laughs> but it's, well, maybe it's tough. Uh, Traylon Burks and a 2023 first round pick for CD Lamb. CD Lamb, not even close to me. CD Lamb, yeah. So the 2023 first doesn't make it tempting? C.D. Lamb has a chance to be the number one in a pass-happy – well, not pass-happy, but a pass-loving offense. I'm all for that. Dallas wants to use him. He's got a chance to be a top-five guy next year. Cool. Uh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I was just, just challenging you. better you not. You better not. No. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan. You know, I like me some, some C.D. Lamb. Uh, so, Traylon Burks for Chris Godwin and Cordero Patterson. Chris Godwin and Cordero. Inside. Yeah, Godwin side. I mean, he's way more talented, and Patterson's just a little throw-on for me. All right. I love Chris Godwin. I love Chris Godwin. <laughs> no, see, see we're, we're finding the right the right spots to hit here for you guys. And the last <laughs> one, Traylon Burks, Mac Jones, and a 2023 rookie second-round pick for Ryan Tannehill and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I just want the receiver with Josh Allen, and I'm okay with Ryan Tannehill. Oh. Move Mac Jones if you can. He sucks too. (laughs) (laughs) It might be too early for him. We'll see. (laughs) He feels he feels very safe as like a a late QB two. 
Yeah, I'm not, some, I'm not mad. I'm some not value mad in Superflex. Like, if I'm just kind of, like, filling up everywhere else, and I'm like, oh, damn, I got to get somebody here, oh, I'm fine with so Mac mad. Jones. I mean, well, I don't know. In Scott Fishbowl, I'd be fine with the completions. He went, like, what, three for five in that one game against the Bills? It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a QB that the team literally can win without more than Mac Jones. Like, it, he's – Tim Tebow. And I love Tebow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a pay. I mean, I live in Boston. Like, I love the Patriots, but God, Mac Jones sucks. <laughs> Steve coming in the first episode, bringing the hot takes. I love it. Yeah, he's uh, ready. <laughs> so this is now Joe's favorite segment. We've oh, we've man. decided. So this is our rapid fire buy or sell game. So I'm going to explain the rules because this is your first episode, Steve, and I need to explain it every time anyway for Joe. So <laughs> uh, the scenario is. You're in a super flex startup. You're on the clock. Would you draft, aka buy, or not draft, aka sell a player at the, this positional value? You can imagine you are building whatever kind of dynasty roster in this draft that you want. And we're going to go in descending order from what the earliest pick in the draft and working our way down. Okay. So our first one is Trevor Lawrence going as a QB 11 at pick 19. Sell. Move. So is that a buy from Steve? No, it's a buy sell. from me. Oh, I buy like from Joe, sorry. Hard to hear. So buy from <clears throat> buy from Joe, sell from Steve. All right. Uh, Travis Etienne, running back 13, pick 49. Sell. Give me a buy again. And he's moved up a lot because I did do an article for him a little bit ago back in May and told you guys to buy him when he was RB19. Well, that's why I got to buy him. I can't say propaganda. You're already looking at me. I can't say sell now. No. <laughs> All right. So Derek Henry, running back 15, pick 53. Bye. <laughs> me and Steve aren't going to agree, apparently. <laughs> I love this. Ryan Tannehill, QB 22, pick 55. Sell. Oh. Yeah. Michael Pittman, wide receiver 15, pick 57. Ugh, sell. Bye. <laughs> Matt Ryan, QB twenty five, pick seventy four. Seventy four. I have to buy him because I buy. I guess we're running out of quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying him because I bought his receiver. So, all right, Davis Mills, QB twenty seven, pick eighty four. Buy, oh. buy. I'll sell. I don't my- think he makes it past this year. My last one for you guys. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver 37, pick 101. Bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Constant consistency. Yeah. Well, nuts. (laughs) Steve, you did great for your first show. And Joe, (laughs) you you actually figured out the game this time. I think that's two or three. I cheated. I left notes up. I left notes up this time. I cheated. Hey, (laughs) whatever works, man. (laughs) Open book test. Yeah, we don't judge. Uh, so thanks for coming on, Steve, for our first your first time with the crew. Uh, we're really excited to have you on here. So, like I said, we are the Tripwire podcast. We are on YouTube for Triple Play Fantasy. We're also on your podcast platforms, whatever you listen to. So make sure you go ahead and like the video, download, subscribe, all that fun stuff, so you don't miss out all all the great content coming out from this team. Not just us, um, but we have a whole team for baseball, basketball. We talk football, obviously. We have movies, food. We cover it all. So make sure you go ahead and follow all of us so you don't miss all that great content. We'll be back next week to talk the AFC West for another divisional buy-sell breakdown. Should be a lot of fun. Have a great night, guys. Take care. See ya.